It's Cookie, everybody. It's your boy, Brees. And you're now tuned in to the hottest upcoming platform for all the upcoming entrepreneurs, business people, entertainers, traders, you name it. We got everybody Sir. up here. So today we got a special guest, a familiar face on our platform, our boy Kimani. And we're going to talk a little bit about what he does, even though most of y'all already know. But yeah, we're going to talk about what he does. We're going to talk about his ventures and just everything that's going on with him and his team and whatnot. So, Kimani, how you feeling? Introduce yourself. I'm feeling good. What's going on? Yeah, y'all ready the vibes. My name is Kimani Jackson. I go by Prince. Many of y'all might know me as Prince. And if you don't know me as Prince, you know me as Mr. Don't Miss on the charts and now getting into the network ventures. Yeah, so before we even get started, I forgot to even give a special shout out to Leah for the poster. See, we got the poster going right here. It's That's crazy. crazy too, right? Ross pointed this out. I even peeped. The eyes look at the guests, right? Because that's, <laughs> that's, that's who's cooking. The eyes look at the guests because that's who's cooking. Nah, that's fire. That's fire. That's a fire concept right there. I even nah, see I love it myself. I love the for podcast, bro. Like, yeah, we making moves, man. From, like, it's crazy. <laughs> we, <laughs> nah, we, it's really we going crazy. up, man. We going up. Nah, but yeah, spe- yeah, special thank you to her. And um, it's it's called the Black uh, Resource Group, something like that, or Resource Network, I believe. B L A Q U E. That's how they spell it. But check them out. Uh, it's a it's a big Facebook marketplace on. Uh, well, a big Facebook marketplace surrounded around New York City. So it's like, you know, anybody that's looking for, you know, just small businesses to work with and whatnot, you know, support, check that group out. Or even if you have a small business you want to promote, check that group out. But uh, yeah, let's get back into the episode. So um, yesterday was an eventful day, right? We had the brunch going yesterday. Uh, it was a lot of good ne- uh, good speakers that you had. It was a good network of people. A lot of people uh, was telling their stories as well as, you know, exchanging info promoting each other and whatnot. So what what um, what brainstormed the idea for you to do that? Um, so it was more around just changing my circle. Like it all started when, you know, like I'm doing trading in my other businesses that I have. And I wanted my bros to be involved in that. And at the time, I'm like, yeah, they want to be like on 2K and they want to play all these games. And I think my first, it started with, originally with my first business, which was the ATM. Um, I tried to get them to be a part of that. And I was like, yo, I know how everybody's situation was set up and how mine's were set up. So I was just like, I'll put up most of it. Um, I just want y'all to be involved, you know what I'm saying? Even if that's putting up like $200, $100. Uh, nobody wants to be a part of that. But I think that was the same time the PS5 came out. Hmm. All of a sudden, everybody, everybody got, got money. For it, right? <laughs> everybody, all of a sudden, everybody like, yo, looking around, trying to get the PS5. I think I was during the pandemic as well. So, mm. yeah. oh yeah, that's what Mike was making a killing over <laughs> that. You already know. So everybody was trying to look that, look for that PS5 and get it. And I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get an ATM. Nobody was on it, so I ended up getting an ATM. But it was just more of like now when it, it's crazy you say that too, because uh-huh. I feel like ATM started trending at, during the pandemic. Probably I see, I've seen it everywhere. Like people making TikToks. This is why you need an ATM. This is how much money yo. I make a week <laughs> on my ATMs. Like the crazy thing about it, I didn't get into it just for like. Like, it probably was, but I got into it because it was just like, it was a small something that I could maintain, mm-hmm. something small that I could manage. Um, I didn't want to get anything big, and then I can't manage it. So I felt like, like especially like learning about LLCs and getting into that, I didn't want to do anything big or major. So I got into like that little small LLC space. Um, so I got into that. Uh, but like the networking thing started just like, I just wanted to reinvent my circle. So mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I did was like I just got tired of them. like yo I'm trying to be around people that want to build something you know like put in work business ventures I'm trying to do that so I went on Eventbrite 
If you already know, it's on his page. I showed people how to network. I went in there, uh, just typed in trading, entrepreneur, something. And it popped up with the first event was the New York Mixer Real Estate, um, Entrepreneur Real Estate. So I went there by myself, met just people, just there talking, chopping But that's up. where you met, um, I forgot Curtis, his name, Curt, Curtis, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, that's why I met him. And then he was also a day trader. So um, we ended up chopping up, building it up from there. And then me just understanding how networking works, it clicked to me when... Like I said, I met him one week, and then the next week, he had me, like, in a penthouse. And I'm just there, like, I ain't never been this high in a building inside a damn penthouse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm looking over and just seeing the city at night. I'm just like, yo, it just kind of, yo, I need to reinvent my circle, so. Because this is going to be the lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, like, if this is about to be my lifestyle, bro, I need this. You know what I'm saying? I'm, he had, this was a whole tour of the, it was a whole tour of the, the penthouse. I'm like, yo, I want this. You know what I'm saying? I want this. And for me to get this, I need to have the right circle. This was this was a penthouse that he was trying to sell, or just like they were having an event or something. Yeah, it was, they always having an event, but it was oh, exclusive. Okay. Like if you ain't nobody, you wasn't getting in. Yeah, like, no, okay, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like I remember, yeah, like, I know he was saying, you say he sells like a like all these penthouses, townhouses, and all mm -hmm. of that. So yeah, yeah, so if he wasn't nobody, you wasn't not getting in. It was just like me getting there. I'm just like, all right, what's next? I'm important. It must be. You gotta be. <laughs> That's <laughs> it what's was a cooking, suit man. event too, and it was like. I'm actually, yeah, yeah, it was like, a, uh, I think the guy that was there was releasing a new suit uh, okay. for his collection. And I kid you not. What, what uh, brand is that? If you, I can't remember, but yeah, I, remember. I just remember the price. It, them suits started like 2000 Shit, <laughs> so I was like, like four or five. <laughs> and fabrics, <laughs> the fabrics there was just crazy. So um, from that point, I went to have my own networking event um, and understand that like, yo, I went to make entrepreneurs and day traders, whatever you are, investors, come together, collab together, you know, hopefully find your circle, friends, a new friend, and just take it far. far. Yeah. And this was your first event, right? Yeah, this was definitely it my was first, the first event. But it's not the last one, for yeah, sure. Y'all nah. gotta, gotta pull up in. to the next ones, man. We're, yeah. we're gonna promote those for sure. <laughs> hopefully what's cooking is on the panel this time. But <laughs> you're in the vibes, bro. Y'all always on the panel. <laughs> no, nah, he definitely did show us a lot of love. He gave us a shout out. You know, we got special treatment in this spot, but... Oh uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I was gonna go back to just the idea that you have behind it because I thought it was very smart. Like, mm -hmm. I like I feel like when people hear Eventbrite, they think parties and concerts, right? That's they don't think it. they don't think they could find the simplest, smallest like event <laughs> such as like a networking mixer or I don't know, paint and sip or like you know just any other type of event. They just think Eventbrite just means parties and concerts and that's it. So I thought that was very very uh it was it was very crafty and creative uh, uh creative how um you got all of that you know. Through just one website that people don't see as you know, right. that platform to <laughs> nah, expand it, through. <laughs> nah, it was just something that like I don't know. I just went over there and just typed in like an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying, and I found that spot. And I just went there, and I've been doing that ever since. And just going to these events by myself, um, meeting new people, and just chopping it up with them. Yeah, because that's one thing I felt was very creative about our platform was just the fact that we started. You know, going to these pop-up shops, mm -hmm. going to these networking mixers, because one, it brings us a lot of attention, but it's also, too, just something crafty, you know, something creative for the audience to let them see and let them know, like, you know, this is stuff that we're doing, you know, really, like, outside. We're not just sitting here, guess, guess, guess. Like, we're trying to be innovative. So mm -hmm. I started doing that, but then at the same time, I just had so much fun doing that. I was like, some <laughs> events I was going to. I promote a flyer, but I didn't even bother vlogging them because I was just having so much, you know, fun. And I was just so locked in and so serious 
and mm. you know just meet all these new people just you know but a different vibe and a different feel to like how I looked at as marketing I'm looking at marketing like I mean not in marketing networking because I'm looking at networking like you know two and tie firm handshakes mm. the one word sentences <laughs> and that's it Nice. You feel me? Give uh, give somebody a business card to walk away from them. Like, no, it's nice. It's, it's deeper than that. I made some good friends. Like, someone I guess who's been here mm-hmm. for people I just networked with at one pop up shop or something. And these are guys that, or girls that I talk to frequently now, like, hang out with now. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Um, yeah, for the most mm-hmm. part, um, yeah, I thought it had to be like that suit and tie, too. <laughs> it's not like that. It's you come. And the thing with my um, networking event is I want you to come as like, it's either, all right, you could come business casual, but if you have yeah, a Everybody's all over the place, dress yeah. code-wise. I ain't gonna <laughs> exactly. Lie. Was some but nice girls have... and some dresses, though. I can't <laughs> lie. Nice blouses. Yeah, they had their jackets on. But you could come business casual, but if you have a clothing line, like, you know, whatever, mm. wear that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how you're going to network. People going to see your brand on your shirt. And you're able to product, show them, show that off right in front of their face. They don't have to go on the Instagram page. No, I got my shirt right on right here. Here's it. Here's yeah. it. You can show them the quality. Yo, feel this. You know what I'm saying? So it's like my network events, I come business casual. But if you have a clothing line and want to rep your brand, definitely come as you are. So. No, you just, you just said that too. If I was a fashion designer, I'd probably do that. I'd make my own custom suit, one exactly. of one. You slide out. Or, I mean, even for what's cooking, I'd probably do that now. Like, you know, put... Put the logo, you know, stamp it on a suit, and I'll be my my networking suit. I wear it to every event. Nah, that's I have my logo right here or on the handkerchief or something. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. nah, you definitely could do that. I have a day trading shirt that I uh, definitely wear. Mm-hmm. It's a hoodie, but you know it's getting hot, so I have to find something. I don't know. I want to come out with my own brand. I'm not even gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> the royal connection. I like how you use royal blue as the color too. I, I peep that. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think that went over a lot of people's heads. Really? It's, it's, it's smart. Definitely. Everything I do is like, it's just a royal brand. Uh, the original plan is always just build an empire. You know, royal this, royal Royalty. that. Yeah. Exactly. Royalty. Even your logo too. Like the, <laughs> the one you got, the, the it says 50 piece. Like you yeah, got the, exactly. <laughs> everything got to have like You got the crown royal. on it. Like, exactly. Yeah. Everything has to have something royal in it. That's just, I don't know. I don't know where it came from, but ever since like I started, like I can't, I can't even say like, when I used to do way, way back then, it's like graphic design. And oh, right. I did, um, yeah, I, I was into like photography and graphic design and stuff like that. Yeah. I used to do that. And I used to have like the crown in the corner. So, you know, that was my logo. And eventually over time, no matter what business that I went into and got introduced to something, that crown stuck. So mm. the design might change up, but that crown and that royalty presents always stay there. I see. So. Yeah, so you mentioned uh, that you used to do photography. That's why you said earlier, you said, yo, if somebody can't, if they could only use, no, if they can't use manual. Wait, what'd you say? If they can't use manual, I don't jack you as a photographer. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. If you don't know how to control the shutter speed, the focus, sit down. <laughs> you know, learn. You got to learn that. It's like yeah. basics. <laughs> I'm getting there, man. I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah. nah. I feel like I got controls over those, but you know, nah, the rest of the, pro- manual, the professional stuff, I, I, you know I'm, I'm getting to that. At the event, you was using manual. No, no, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yeah, definitely. I, I had no problem using, like, the the landscape, pro, portrait um, settings and stuff like that. But I feel like as a photographer, you need to be very diverse. Mm-hmm. The, some of those modes are not going to work when you're outside and you're in the light. Right. You need to change the light. You need to expose the light. 
you gotta change something up. I don't remember what these things was, but I used to be really elite with it, and then I just drifted away from it. <laughs> so you drifted away to it, and you got into trading. So let's talk about how that started up. Mm, you already know like how that started. <laughs> I do, I do, but the audience doesn't. <laughs> um, well, half the audience probably does, but the rest of the world doesn't. So, <laughs> so I started with trading. I got introduced by IML. Uh, mm. Got into, <laughs> got into IML. RIP. Um, RIP. I'm not about to get into like. Actually, there's still people with it too. That's crazy. Not nah, really dropping yeah. P one fifty. Anyways, I got into. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I got into IML, and when I got into that, I got introduced to trading. If you already don't know the story, it it was, I felt like it was just like, all right, I got in there, and the incentive was to learn trading, but, you know, we got into the recruiting phase and et cetera stuff. We, don't say we, I didn't, I, well, shit, I, I was there for the <laughs> Yeah, he was in it. Nah, the thing is, though, I was, I was doing it because I had results. Other people just, well, was 90% of people were just, oh, cap, 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 nah. Nah, I was I a part of the rare 10% who could actually show you a band if you said show me a band right now. I could do it. I'll do it today too. Like what? Yeah. Nah, that, that was the that was the problem I had with it. It was leaders that wanted to be leaders that they didn't have the results to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And I felt like if it was I was built, just thinking about that this morning too, coming in. I felt like to unlock the trading phase of things, I felt like you needed to like or not. I said that reverse that. Unlock the recruiting part of things. I feel like you need to have some type of results in trading. So no, I feel like if, imagine if before you start recruiting everybody, you had to at least have five thousand dollars in withdrawal. Oh, everybody would quit. Everybody <laughs> would have quit. I would have been the only one still there. Man, everybody would have quit. Because <laughs> now it's like you have people that just joined yesterday, showing you like, yo, they just figuring how the system, how mm-hmm. everything works, and they want to be P one fifty, and then not understand that, yo, you're gonna have to teach those people. Or three people under you, how to do whatever, and it's like you just got here yesterday. How are mm-hmm. you about to teach three people if you still trying to figure it out? But yourself? you know, some people. I mean, I know people are getting placements, but you know, there are people like, oh, he just hit P one fifty in one hour. It's like, yeah, right. oh, I don't, yo, see, that's that's how far people are like, oh, my dog it. hit P one. Yo, when people you supposed to dogs <laughs> the babies hitting ranks, like if they could do it, why can't you? It's just like, nah, yeah, that, they dragged it. They I dragged feel like it. they definitely dragged Even it. Even the celebrities too, it's like, no offense, but Black China, you think, you? I want to hear Black China and finance in the same sentence, bro, like, oh. and think this shit is legit, like, let's be real, like, you go, pro, like, who else was there? You go promote Black China, you promote it, who, promote oh yeah, Floyd Mayweather, and, oh, and it, God. Floyd Mayweather was reading, he's like, and <laughs> IML, and yeah. Yo. And make money. Like, he just looked. You could tell he's reading something. First of all, they said Floyd can't read. Remember that shit? <laughs> they said Floyd can't read. You could tell by the way he was reading those cards, he can't read. No offense bro. to Floyd Mayweather. I would love to have him up here. But you can't tell me that shit was scripted, bro. No, nah, half of it. Was and then never scripted. heard from him again after that. Bro, it was just it was just not what it put out to be when they when he was outside looking mm-hmm. up. It's like, oh, they're making money. Let me join. And it's like... Now you still learn how to trade, then you still have to pay the monthly. That was like one seventy five. But you see, they would be like, oh, but you make the money back, so it's like... Hey, when? But it's like, bro, if I make the money back, right. and I consistently do that, why do mm-hmm. I want to stick around? I just do my own thing. That's what I'm saying. That's why um, when you start to like analyze how they... they Unless you marketing. use the products... I mean, they marketing was smart. I'm not gonna take nah, because Floyd was wearing that same suit the yeah. whole week. I seen, a, <laughs> I seen Floyd. It was that red suit. He had the red Pharrell hat. Like, uh-huh. 
I seen like him at, I think he went to the Super Bowl and I think he went to all these events mm-hmm. in that same suit. So I'm like, come on, bro. Nah, you told me you didn't stop him for five minutes, say do this video and then nah. act like this shit was brand new. Like he actually woke up out of bed and said, I'm going to do it. Nah, bro. Nah, he, he, he didn't do that, <laughs> They bro. definitely threw him the back though. I know that nah, for sure. Nah, they definitely. Of course. <laughs> of course. The floor was not about to do nothing. <laughs> he not doing that for he free. Not, he not doing nothing. <laughs> but their marketing was good. Um, Definitely. I'm not taking away. I'm never going to take that away. I give credit when they do. Their marketing was good, but just when you get inside of it, you start to see what it's really about. And I feel like that's what, that's kind of, that was the downfall. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, you went, like, I mean, the misconception was, oh, you can't, you could, you can't trade without using the Harmony Scanner. You can't become a trader without using the educator system that they had. And it was just like, so now that kind of trapped people in there. Like, if you don't know mm-hmm. no better, you're going to stay using that Harmony Scanner, which I never made money off of. But... <laughs> Oh, you're going to stay in there using levels and all these different indicators, which you could just go on trading view and just use those. Yeah, I feel like the problem with this too is like they really tried to branch away from everybody else has their own life. They were like so busy in this whole, you got to drop everything for this. If you have kids, F them kids, pay attention to this. If you got a job, quit your job for this. Like if you're going to school, drop out, come do this. Like. Nah, that was They were too heavy. And not even, when I say that, I'm not even saying the company. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. certain teams, especially in trade house. Definitely trade house. Um, yeah, that was a drag, especially I think I am three, and I heard some just stories behind that. Oh yeah, people getting <laughs> people getting stranded, girls bro. letting girls letting everybody do whatever with them because they had a certain rank. Like bro, yo, I just heard. It's some just sad what people that. doing it's, for money, bro. Yeah, it's just that wasn't it, and what, I I just like when I left IML, that's when I started. People using stories. each other's renties, people wearing each other's chains, like bro. Nah, that was yeah, that was nasty work, bro. <laughs> Never again. So, I would never, I would never be around nah, none of that yeah, marketing stuff that, again. Bro. I would never do it again. Trust me, like I'm not even gonna talk about my experience and like just the group I was running with. But had it frauds was just, in that group too, huh? That's our, our group had too many frauds. That's the problem, bro. It was just messy. that's the bad taste of my mouth. I can't lie. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. I met a lot of great people. Some mm-hmm. of the people been on this show, you feel me? Great. But yeah, it's a lot of people. Mm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of these people, I don't hear about them no more. Oh, that's enough. Yeah, Chains, you don't hear about them. Uh, key the people who had like thirty k followers and getting thousand plus likes on Instagram, like don't hear about them. Don't hear. You don't even see them getting that type of love no more. <laughs> like the blue check marks, they don't got that blue check mark no more. They had blue or they, check marks. Now nah, some of them, I mean, you know, some of them was mm. using their little Forbes articles that they paid for to get into. That, yeah, that was, <laughs> yo, bro, I, it was just like not it. I, I was happy once I left, and it was just like it was just happy. I was just happy like. It was like I had to pay. I mean, I started becoming successful in in there. Mm-hmm. I was learning how to trade, and then uh, I don't remember if you remember Kim Torres. So you were thirty trading. Oh, her, yeah. Yeah. So I learned the retail trading from her, and then I, started, I actually just learned trading from her. She was like my mentor. I'm always. She's one person that I say if she had a mentorship outside from IML, I would join it. Not for yeah, because a lot of them did do that. Yeah. Once they left, like all these like uh, epic. IML, like Trader, all those groups. Like mm-hmm. once people left, they start doing their own court. Even Q Banks. People don't even know Q Banks used to be an IML mentor at one point. No, I just know I just knew that. Yeah, Q Banks is probably the biggest like image when it comes to Forex. Like, nah, you know. Crazy. But him yeah. and him and all those guys. But Yeah. Once I separated and just started to learn how to trade, uh linked up with you already know the team, Isaiah. I linked up with Isaiah, Jordan, Quiz, then um Got in connect with you, mm-hmm. and we just like I just went crazy, right? You know, and yeah, I just went got profitable. It took me about 
to just switch strategies though it took me about like six months to get you know yeah. into a new strategy yeah i definitely gotta give y'all credit too because you see it took y'all six months but for y'all to form a team and grow the way y'all grew it took less than six months i think i give y'all mm-hmm. a lot of credit for that yeah because you know Isaiah gives me credit for it all the time. You know, I'll be joking. I'll be saying I'm the godfather of y'all. <laughs> but like, what y'all doing is, that has nothing to do with me. You feel uh-huh. me? Y'all did that off the muscle. You feel me? I didn't, y'all didn't come to me and ask me to come right, right, to help, right. start y'all, uh, help y'all start this. Y'all started this on your own, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm proud of what y'all got with the prolific ones and all that. And, you know, it's funny too, because like even when I'm around y'all, you know, people thinking, oh, you, yeah. because they know you're the lead, they are the leaders. When mm-hmm. they see me around y'all, they're like, Oh, you one of his students too? I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, sure, sure. But they don't know, like, you feel me? I indirectly, you know, bought y'all into the game, Yo, so. You already know what the vibe is um, at the end of the day. So it's like, you know, if you don't know, you don't know, but just pay attention. You know how many people about to follow me on Instagram after they hear that? They'd be like, oh, they'd be like, wait, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah, nah. like, it, yeah, it sure. always had to start somewhere, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's always had to start somewhere. And I feel like that's one thing with this generation. We don't give credit to mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people that introduce us. Like, and that's something I'm realizing right now is like, as I'm 24, as I'm becoming like a boss, uh, you know, an owner. Talk that talk. You know what I'm saying? They look at you like, like Yo, he's 24. I'm not about to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Then when they see my ankles, they're like, oh, oh, my fault, my fault, my fault. It's like, why I had to get to that point? <laughs> it's crazy. God feels backwards now. Now people be like, "Damn, he's younger than me. He's doing this." Mm-hmm. Like nah, I, I need a, I need a, you know, I need a boss up myself. And then it's nah, like, it's definitely like that. It's definitely is. People, especially like just me having my networking event. There's a lot of adults there that's mm-hmm. way older than me, like thirty in their forties, looking at me like he's a baby. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, especially he, you don't got the facial hair. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he, he, everybody look at me like I'm a baby, and you know, I'm like you're really doing that. I'm like, yeah, I'm really. So it was just put in my head to it. And I feel like, all right, so I think just to like, just get back when I really started making money was really during the pandemic. Because it was just, I felt like that was a blessing for me. I Hell never yeah. had, that pandemic kind of erased all distractions going outside. Ain't nobody, how long I'm going to talk to somebody for on the phone. Eventually, mm-hmm. we was in pandemic for like a whole year, bro. I'm not mm-hmm. about to be on the phone with you all day. I got born after a while. Mm-hmm. So it just forced me onto the charts like yo you got the charts in front of you started learning and from there i went to ftmo did the 10k challenge past that it took me like like a month for people that don't know what ftmo is all right so ftmo is basically a prop firm that you know it's what's the terminology i'm looking for um use other people's money to well yeah it's like like (laughs) if you think about it like a smaller version of a bank they lend you like money you trade for them, they give you a profit split. Yeah. So if you don't have the if you don't have the capital, but you got the skill, it's perfect. Because mm-hmm. with some restrictions and rules, you're able to navigate and get a heavier capital and liquidity to like you know use a bigger lot size to you know profit yourself. And something I did was I don't like relying on people. Hence, why I didn't like the recruiting part of IML. I don't like relying on people. Mm-hmm. You have to hit them up, talk to them. I'm very antisocial. Once my battery dies, that's it. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> I didn't like that. So trading was that phase. Of like, yo, this is your results rely on you. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want to wake up in the morning, oh well, you're not gonna make no money. That was it. So I got into that, and something I really suggest that you're doing if you're doing FTMO, any prop firm that you're out there doing, put take that money that you're um making from the prop firm, put it into your real account, yep. build it up. You know what yep. I'm saying? Get. Actually, a 10k account. You know, get yeah. your real 10k account. 
And so that's what I did. Then I went to 50K and I skipped over. They had another one before 50K. Now I went straight to 25. Yeah, pro- no, yeah. So I skipped over the 25. Well, it depends because that's the thing. FCMO is like the premier one, but yeah. there's so many other ones nah, out there. Definitely you know, is. so. Um, yeah, nah, that's the one I just like, you know, I got introduced to, so I gravitated to that one. Yeah, my, my Forex one's got now. Oh, I mean, I cycled through all of them. I ain't gonna lie. I was being, I was being a little bit of a like, just you know, uh-huh. running through all of them. But <laughs> nah, I, I tried um Q Bank shit. I didn't like his. Yeah, I tried it too. I, I, ain't gonna I, lie. I didn't like it. And then I think so actually, I ain't gonna lie. I blew that one too. But in terms of, cause that's the thing. Cause it's like yo, you, that's the thing. All right, this is why. So for the traders out there, stick to one because you gotta try to cycle through each one. And I see people ask all the time, "Oh, what broker do you use?" Oh, like not even just for the yeah, for the prop firms, just. True. Brokers in general, they be like, oh, what broker should I use? They want to mm-hmm. keep switching, switching, switching. It's like, you switch to a new broker, now it's like, you know, that .01 you put on US 30 because you scared is like a .10 on the next broker. They try right? to hide from the And spread. then, and vice versa, it's like that .10 on this broker is like a .01. Now you ain't make that much money compared to what you thought you'd make. Like, right. you know, so people just, that's my personal advice. Well, not financial advice, just personal <laughs> suggestion because disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor, but... If you're a trader and you're looking to, you know, get funded and stuff like that, mm-hmm. please stick to it. Even if you failed a challenge and you want to take it again, don't say because I failed, I got to go somewhere else. Just take it with the same person again because it's kind of like driving, right? You're not going to go learn how to drive from another instructor after you failed a road test unless he was a dickhead. But if he was a good instructor, you're going to stick with him, right? So treat yeah, yeah. trading the same way. Nah, definitely. It's just one thing, building on that consistency. See, like one mm-hmm. thing my mentor taught me, that success is boring. I mean, yeah, success is boring, but it's simple. Mm-hmm. As in, if I tell you, all you got to do to be successful is move a bottle just from right here to right here. And I tell you to do that like once an hour a day. Just move that bottle. A lot of people going to question that. They're going to be like, why am I moving a bottle for? What, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know I'm saying? It's like, yo, relax. Just move the bottle. Understand that. I I'm feel t- like... Yeah. I feel like instead of a bottle, you should say like a chess piece because maybe yeah. that would probably... All right, chess piece. All right, think about it like um, Karate Kid when mm-hmm. um, Mr. Miyagi was t- telling him to do the paint. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know what the hell. He got frustrated. He was like, yo, I don't want to paint no more walls. He want to wax no thing. And then when Mr. Miyagi put it together now, he was like, yo, see how everything just kind of flowed mm-hmm. together. So like a lot of people just need to just understand like it relax. It's simple, but it's just, you know, it's boring. Yeah, it's, again, so it's boring. Trust it's, me. it's like Zoe 101 when he was learning how to drive. Oh, yo. He's like, stop the grapes. He's like, what? He's like, stir the tuna. That. He's like, yo, what's that beat, bro? And then it's like, now he's in the car saying it to himself and he's doing it. Yo. And he's driving the stick shift. Like, <laughs> it was just like, that's like funny. That. Um, so just stick to one thing. Like, just understand it's very boring and it's simple. Trading getting to the profitable stage, it's boring. You don't... You're, you don't want to want. You're not gonna to want to stay in front of a chart for three hours and study. But if you ask any successful, consistent, profitable trader, they're gonna tell you that that's what they had to go through. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's the trials that you have to go through. It's like you paying your dues to become this person, and it teaches you discipline and consistency. That was the main thing that I had to learn was consistency. I had to hop on the charts every day and do one thing, one thing, one thing. Eventually, that one thing started to click for me. Where now I hop in the charts and it's like, yo, I take money out of the market like easily. You know what I'm saying? Mr. 50 piece. Yeah. Exactly. When you see the logo, he's like this. <laughs> yo. yo. <laughs> so like, that's where it started. And um, as well as, like I said, I use, pro- I, for me to gain a lot of capital quickly, I use the prop firms. And was yeah, taking, and so sacrifice a lot. Like, I ain't go outside. I ain't, 
bro, I'm like, I'm not with that. I was trying to build my account. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it was like, let's say I withdraw two k, I'll probably put like, probably put like two hundred in my checkings account. The rest goes into my trading, my real trading account, um, mm-hmm. and build that up. So eventually, I had a hundred k a trading account, and then a hundred k prop firm account. Mm-hmm. Technically, I got two hundred k, but it was like now I have one account that. I could just do whatever. Yeah, exactly. No restrictions, no, no nothing. Restrictions. You know? if, if I'm going to go all out and blow this money, so be it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't do that. I ain't going to lie. I've, I've done it before. I ain't going to lie. Nah, See, I me did. too. I ain't going to hold you. Shit. IRS, give me a tax relief next year. You feel me? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it just t- it definitely took for me to lock in. So, I definitely felt like the pandemic was definitely a blessing for me. Uh, that's the only time I was locked in as a church. And it was just inspiring. And especially being around like Isaiah and Jordan, seeing their results, it kind of pushed yeah. me. It's understanding like, yeah, I'm going to get there. I just got to continue doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah, because Isaiah was just a random in my group. Like when I say random, I don't even mean, like I just mean like he was somebody I just met through Instagram. Like, uh-huh. you know, um, he was following me. Somebody pointed him out to me like, yo, check this kid out. I, t- I tapped in I reached out to him, you know, he was talking. Then he ended up joining, like you know, my because when I say my group, it's it's not it's not like what you guys have, like mm-hmm. where it's like education and stuff like that. Just a regular group chat, everybody just talk, brainstorm together, cool. But um, you know, he he jumped in, he 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 saw like what everybody was doing, heard about the ICT stuff, he locked mm-hmm. in, and my boy is my doing amazing things. And then he passed it on with y'all, and now y'all doing amazing he, he, things. Or that, de- like the crazy part about it, like somebody I, knew from nowhere, like he, Instagram. You know what I mean? <laughs> The crazy thing about it was, um, I got introduced to like ICT with Quiz for real? And IML. Yeah, like I mean, well, yeah, Quiz been on it, it though. Quiz yeah. been on it. Me it's, and him, like we kind of got mm-hmm. on the same time. Yeah, so it was like I, I think during the IML time, I didn't even know you. I knew you. I think I got to know you like outside, like when I yeah. left. You know what I'm saying? But so, that's the thing. Everybody knew of me. Nobody actually knew me because yeah. I was so on the other side of or well, other side studios, right? Mm-hmm. I was on the other side of the spectrum where I wasn't trying to like rock with nobody. For me, mm-hmm. I. I was like, you was you was an IML, yeah, stay over there. Like, don't I want to talk to you? <laughs> That's how I am right so, now. So <laughs> it's a lot of people who knew my name and knew of me back then, but until they seen me in person, I I wouldn't jack that they knew me or I knew them. Nah, yeah, I like Chris introduced me to it, but he was like on some at that time. Like my mind was in there. I didn't want to sit down and listen to all that. Mm-hmm. I listened to him one time, and when Quinn introduced me, I'm like, yeah, I didn't want to do all that. I'm, I'm I'm not with that. I'm gonna stick to my breakout strategy, learning from Kim. And eventually, like, I just got tired of that because with Kim's strategy, it was just like, she had lines from 2019 mm-hmm. about support resistance. It was just like, yo, too many lines, too many lines, yeah. I can't do it. But I was making money with it. But that's when I kind of realized, like, yo, any strategy works. It's no, of course. psychology, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I just locked into ICT because I could just mark up a line and I know what I'm doing. Yeah, because one argument I always hear with retail people is like, listen, if you can't show me this, then I don't care. And it's crazy because it's like, I will show you that. But because <laughs> I could show you that and you could do it, it's like you're still going to be hard-headed and listen to yourself just because you think if it ain't broke, don't fix it, which no. I respect. Because mm-hmm. I don't try to change anybody's opinion. It's just when we, or when, let's say if, if you're bearish and I'm bullish, I'm going to just explain why I'm bullish. I'm not trying to tell you to change your bias. I'm just telling you why I'm bullish. Mm-hmm. But people are so hard-headed, they're like, oh, well. I made this much money before going the same way. So, you know, doing the same trade, same setup, same strategy. So if you can't show it, it's like, bro, I will. But, you know, you do what you want to do. I do what I want to do. If you're right, you're right. If you're wrong, don't come to me on some your brush or listen to you. Like, nah. Nah, that's, um, and that's one thing about the trading community. We have, 
I'm gonna say we because I also fall into that. We have too much like pride sometimes, and we feel like we're right all the time. And we already know once you happen trading, you're not gonna be right. And something I, I came up with was like you're not right until the move the market proves you right. You know what I'm saying? So we all wrong in the market until the market proves you right. And I don't care if you're advanced trading for ten years plus, and just came in the market. If you say the if you've been trading for ten years plus and you say the market is gonna be bullish and somebody just came yesterday and say the market is gonna be bearish, I'm pretty sure we don't know who's gonna win. But then mm-hmm. the yo, we market gonna prove us right. You know what I'm saying? We gonna see who's right. And you could be trading for ten years and the market just proved you wrong. And the person that just came in yesterday <laughs> said, yo, it's gonna sell, it's sold. And that was like not off skill. That was just like probably him just guessing. And that's the problem, right? Everybody thinks they're a genius when the market's bullish. <laughs> And that's the thing, though, because everybody invest. Because that's the thing. All the investing, like the traditional investing people do, is just mm-hmm. they buy stocks, they buy crypto. So they don't understand, like you know, with trading, you could buy and sell, right? Yeah. Until they actually get into stocks, then it's what it put and call. That's what it is. Yeah, I think. That's call. when they're like, okay, I I could do it. I could sell, I could be on the sell side as well. Right, right. But yeah. everybody think they're a genius when shit's bullish. But it then when shit's dying out, they they panicking and shit. Meanwhile, I'm hitting the sell button in my MT5. No, I'll be chilling. <laughs> I'll be chilling. Like, I, I want to get into stocks eventually. Um, I haven't gotten into it yet. But I definitely want to get I've back tested here and there, but I never really cared to get into it. I'm just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I'm already making money. That's the thing. We, trade, uh, we both trade futures, so that's... Exactly. That's indices. You know, that's the Dow Jones, the, the S&P... Mm-hmm. The NASDAQ, because, you know, we have our own symbols, you know, SPX, NAS, US 30. Like, we don't call it the traditional Dow Jones. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. like, when people say it to me sometimes, (laughs) I'll be forgetting. Or when I speak to people, I'm like, yeah, I trade US 30. They're like, US 30. I'm like, oh, my bad, Dow Jones. Jones." Like, you know? You got to say that. They have another name for it, too. I'll just be like, yo, bro, I just call US 30. I don't don't know. What else you talking about? Mm -hmm. And then a lot of people be surprised when I tell them. And that's how, like, when it when you focus on one thing, you mind your business. You don't get into everybody's business. You don't know everything. So it's just like when you get in, introduced to something new and they call it a different name, you like, oh, what is that? Oh, we talking about the same? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, bro. You were sturdy. It's just different. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm in, I've been in, like, a lot of communities where they, they are talking about the same thing. They just call it different. And I was like, okay, see what y'all talking about. I remember I also noticed, I peeped on your Instagram. I never asked you about this, but I saw you used to box. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, see, I I was boxing since I was, like, eight years old. I was just a badass kid. <laughs> I was just, like, so I used to go to school, and I used to get bullied. They used to bully me for, like, at that time, it was, like, they used to bully me for my lips. Like, like yo, they have a big lips. And I was just, like. Shit, the ladies love that now. But, exactly. Uh, <laughs> they, they love that now. So, I used to get bullied They told me I got nice lips, too, like. <laughs> I used to get bullied. No, we ended that out, bro. <laughs> I used to get bullied for that. I used to get bullied for that. So uh, I had to defend myself. You know what I'm saying? And that was before boxing came into play. I was just beating up people um, and stuff like that. And my mom always used to get called to school. And my mom knew how I was. I was a quiet kid. I'm on my business. Unless you mess with me first, I'm not gonna do anything. So. My mom knew my, I had a bad temper, but for you to push me to make me punch up on you and et cetera, et cetera, my mom know like, yo, you had to bother me first. So my mom put me in boxing. I started, no, MMA. I started with MMA. I didn't like that too much. Uh, I gravitated with boxing more. Uh, I went to Gym X and 
I never used to have like the bread to go there every day. Mm-hmm. I never used to have the bread to go there every day. I was at like when I forgot the gym name that I used to box at when I was eight. Forgot it because I don't I don't remember if they were still like building up. I don't can't I literally can't remember what the name was, but I drifted away from them because I think we we moved. That was the problem, and it was too far back and forth. So I went a year with like not boxing or anything like that. So when I went to, I found a gym X and I went there mm-hmm. uh, and there was a, the owner, Dago, when I went in there, he asked me why I only come like, you know, like, I could probably come Monday and I, I probably come Monday and don't come until another Friday or come Monday and don't come until next week, Monday. Uh, he asked me like, yo, why you don't, <clears throat> why, um, why you don't come often? I was like, okay, I don't got the bread. Mm-hmm. My mom doing her thing. No, obviously. So he was just like, yo, just come. He's like, you looking to fight? I was like, yeah. He was just like, yo, slide. He was mm-hmm. just like, so now I just started coming every day now. Like, I'm in the gym. Like, he just look at me. He's like, yo, go. And then I met with Alex, which is my coach now. Um, met with him. Learned how to box. Started comp- um, starting fighting. Uh, and yeah. So Good. it just went dope after that. Yeah, because I've seen pictures like, like not, not, now I wasn't stalking your page, but I noticed uh-huh. like, if you go down, there's a bunch of boxing pictures there. So yeah. I was just like, okay, I know. Cause not because I used to I used to box myself in high school. Cause like my school had like a what you call it? They had a boxing club, but mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like people didn't take it seriously because we weren't like fighting people. Like we were only fighting each other. Like we were sparring with each other. We weren't like going to school. Like you know, cause boxing not like an actual school sport. Right, right. So it's like right. you know, like if, like people didn't take it seriously. You know, or, or even like kids in the school be like, oh, you boxing? Like, oh, please. <laughs> Like, you're not really boxing. Like, what are you doing over there? Like, we sparring. What do you mean we're not boxing? We're sparring. I'm just like, I guarantee you, I don't want to see me in the ring. And I if don't. you think you can, I guarantee you're going to get into that ring and leave and walk out. Well, be carried out of that ring knowing no. you, you should, you should have said that. Definitely see me. You feel me? But, um, nah, yeah. Um, I have a lot of friends who, it's crazy because I didn't realize how popular boxing is in terms of, like, just growing up on it. Because I have a lot of friends who, they also boxed when they were kids and... Uh, some of them who boxed when they were like, you know, older, like, you know, teenagers in their 20s, stuff like that. And then it's like um, even well, like one of the people that, you know, I'm supposed to work with eventually. I know he's a boxer as well. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize like, you know, just the popularity behind boxing. I'm thinking it's just like something in the cut. We're talking about Floyd, too. It's like, you know, I don't even know how he got into boxing, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just I That's feel right. like it's one of those sports that pe- since it's not basketball, football, people don't pay no mind. But right. they come to putting money on the line and. You know, going to the set. bar and, and, and having a drink while watching it, that's where everybody, and, you know, everybody yeah, wanted to tap in. Money into that. Um, yeah, like, so I think, like, for me, like, boxing always was I love of my life. Like, when it came to sports, it always, like, that was the first thing that taught me how to control my temper, mm-hmm. be disciplined, calm down. I feel like if it wasn't for boxing, I'd probably be somewhere else, honestly. Um, but then when I got to, like, I said, like, when I started to go to middle school, high school, started to... Drift away from it. Reason being, mm-hmm. I was just like, I was getting introduced to more sports like track, uh, flag football, football, basketball. I was never good at basketball. Um, <laughs> I was good at football mm-hmm. um, and track. So I started to do those. You should have a prolific ones basketball tournament. I'm not playing. Me and me, me, Zay, me, Zay, and Jordan take everybody money. I'm not playing. Matter of <laughs> fact, now we take Oscar. Oscar's taller. We take Oscar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't realize Yo. how tall he was. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah, I. So I got, you know, distracted from boxing. Then I got back in high school, started started boxing again, but it still was on and off because I was introduced to like flag football. I was dancing at the time too. Um what, I was doing You was a get light? 
person or you ain't nervous. Nah, I, couple, nah, I ain't gonna lie, me too, me too. Yeah, I used to perform in school. I used to be like the mic person that set up the mics inside of school. Mm. And I used to get out of class like man early, so I was lit. <laughs> like at seven period, like yo, Kimani, come down. I was like, all right. And I took longer than I expected, because why not? I'm not about to go back to class. So I was getting involved with a lot of stuff like that. Mm. So and I was in like I would like I said, basketball was not my sport. So I was the DJ for my school. Like I just played songs when them come out, when they come out, set up all that sound, set that, do that. Then once I came out, and like, I think around senior year, started to get back that focus in boxing. Mm. And at that time, you can never tell me like, yeah, I wasn't going to go pro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like so locked and I was going to go pro, going pro. But now I start to love the business aspect of things more. Um, and I feel like the first introduction for business for me, even though it was bad, was IML. That's the first time I got to, you know, like, yo, your results are based on you. It's mm-hmm. when you got into that trading, trading world. So, uh, got into that, and yeah, went from there. Okay. Yeah, so you were a jack of all trades, and through all of those different ventures, I realized the thing with you is discipline is key. Yeah, you got to know, like, just to chill sometimes. I'm yeah. going to go outside. Of course I want to go outside, but, yo, the charts is calling my name. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so um, last thing you could tell the audience is, like, I know trading also has been, like, venturing you out into different avenues as of now. Is Mm -hmm. is there anyone that you want to list to tell everybody, like, what else you're into, or you just want to keep that as a secret, or? Uh, I like to keep a lot of things I'm doing as a secret just because I'm, like, I'm not that upfront guy. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to know what I'm doing unless Mm -hmm. I tell you what I'm doing. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Uh, I could tell you that, like, I'm about to get my new rental in Miami, like a new um, Airbnb, so I'm about to okay. get into that. Uh, got to fly you, you, have pro- you have you uh, have Airbnbs already, or this your first one? Nah, it's about to be my first one. I went okay. in Atlanta, but I found a better opportunity in Miami, so I'm about to do that. But definitely, it should be closed by the end of July, so hopefully, doing that. Uh, in terms of business wise, yeah, I gotta chill. Like I got, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm just not that, that. Yeah, I'm just not that upfront <laughs> person where I want people to know, like. I'm doing for everybody that know me right now. I just want y'all to know that, yo, I trade. You know what I'm saying? And then y'all going to like, oh. We're going to keep it like that. <laughs> exactly. They're going to ask me where I'm going to get my money from. Like, I trade. That's it. That's all I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all I do. I'm just that low-key chill vibes, um, networking, this type of vibes. I'm never about to be the person to be in the front, a little cocky. And, you know, I'm going to brag about my, my accomplishments because it was no small feat. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Anything I do. It's like, yo, it's up to scale, and I put in work and time for it. So I would never downgrade myself, but I'm just very low-key with everything I do. I feel that. Okay, then. Yeah, so, you know, uh, it was definitely a pleasure to have you up here. So let everybody know where they could find you out. Also, too, if anybody's interested in getting into trading, how they could sign up with the prolific ones. Uh, let them know all of that. Uh, we're going to prolific ones. we definitely going to tag them inside the description in the podcast. But you could get at me at Royal Pips. Um, no, I mean, like, what's the process though? Like, uh, from getting into like, so you just book us because okay. uh, from either the page or you could book me personally, and we just get you involved. Whatever you need help with, something I and as that's something as I started to do my mentorship, I had to like build up on. I had to improve it every day. How can I, how can I help somebody that's just getting into trading or is experienced into trading? Because I realized, like, anytime I used to book people, they used to come like, I want to just get better at trading. And it was just like, okay, <laughs> what do you need help with? What do you trade? Yeah, everybody just want trading? the signals. They just yeah. want the free, you know? Right. And, like, how long you been trading? Well, not free, but they just want right. the help. You're not getting no signal from me for free. <laughs> <laughs> but Me neither. Exactly. 60. So when people come to me and, like, I want you to help me trade, 
That's very wide. You know what I'm saying? That's Disclaimer you, again, we're not financial advisors. We're, we're gonna we're gonna show you how to do <laughs> things, but we're not gonna say this is the, the way to do it. Yo. If that makes sense. You yeah. catch my joke? Like anything you do is on you. It's like, on you. It's on you. At we're the not end of responsible. The day. IRS don't come for us, please. Yo. SEC, whatever, Yo. don't come for us. We're listen, everything we're, you do. We're not is on giving you. advice. We just making suggestions. <laughs> this is definitely suggestions. So <laughs> like, yeah. So then I started to implement like in my in my mentorship, like when you're booking me, it asks you how long you've been trading, mm-hmm. what you need help with, how how do you think your psychology is impacted? Because that's one thing my mentorship I heavily stress is psychology. I don't care about I care, but I don't care. When I first meet you, it's like I don't care about like when how good you are on the charts. How is your psychology? What impacts mm-hmm. you in the past? Um, how is your saving habits? How can you? What did you do after you get? You know. When you lose money, what do you do? Like, I, I, I want to know about that because that's how I'm gonna help you. You can learn the charts and the all the the marking up charts fairly easy, like fairly easy, depending on the time you have on your end. Like I said, I learned it in six months, but psychology took me a year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying to gain control of that, to handle my emotions, and you never master your emotions. You, it's never a time you're gonna master your emotions. It's always handling them, and from the time you are introduced as a trader to being advanced or how many years you put in this, those same emotions going to come into play. It's just a different level. You know what I'm saying? So greed is going to come in from when you're a rookie. How do you handle it from there? How do you handle it from when you're advanced? The difference between an uh, advanced trader and a rookie trader is literally a psychology. You, I could just say uh, somebody that handled greed might like you know, try to go back in the market every day, every day, every day. Not knowing, like, yo, bro, three days a week or two days or one day a week is good enough to make money. Mm-hmm. Now you put that into the advanced trader, he's chilling. He's just like, yo, greed not about to do nothing. Hit I make goal. my bands. I'm, yeah, I'm the off week. the charts. Yeah. I'm good for the month, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a, that's that's the reason why I came up with 50 points for me and 50 piece. Because the lot mm-hmm. size I use. Yeah, I got to see that logo, man. That shit is <laughs> not funny. The lot size I use, 50 points is all I need to cover rent, cover all that. You know what I'm saying? That's how I. That's how I got like financially free, mm. and especially when I was working at Nike, mm. so I was building my account at working with FTML at the time. So the way I got financially free is just handle knowing like how much is my rent, knowing how many bills, and I know I had to make that either in a day or a week. Mm. Yeah, so fifty pieces there's a lot size that gets me mm. to now is like it's light to me, but it still advanced me to keep going, keep going, keep it. But all I need right now is just fifty pieces with the lot size I'm using. That's good. Make my money. It'll let the runners flow for the end of the day. I'm outside. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing other business ventures. It doesn't I'm not being on the charts for all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so everybody know, you know, where else where else they could find you at if they want. So you definitely could find me only on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook. Okay. I'm not on any other I'm on TikTok. I don't even know my TikTok. But you can find me on Instagram at iPrinceK and my business is Royal Pips. Uh, this whole time I'm talking to your business phase then. I forgot. Yeah. No, because I have you on both, but I totally uh-huh. forgot about I thought you switched your personal to your business. That's why. Nah, it, it was just like me in a season of separation right now. Uh, so, I feel you. Like I'm my business page, my personal page already got the hype. Now yeah, because I never seen my, your personal that much. That's exactly. Why. It's just like yeah. now it's like putting all a lot into my business. Mm-hmm. More into my business. My business page already got like a, I could get however it likes on my, my pictures. All right, that's fine. Now I'm trying to get that same hype on my business page. That's why now it's like, 
my business page is like not my main thing. Like anything I post, what I'm doing is on my business page. Cause I, it's like, what do you need? To, my personal is like okay already, but now it's like trying to focus on my business. I feel that. Right now, wow. Yeah. So it was definitely a pleasure to have you up here. You know, we spoke about this for a while. Every every time he's like, yo, bro, when's the studio open? I'm just like, yo, I got you, I got you. <laughs> it's always just some circumstances <laughs> happening. I yeah. feel like this was lit too because it was just like right after the network. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. Literally the next day. I mean, it's probably not going to release the same time, but mm-hmm. you know, nah, at least time wise for the timeline wise for the people mm-hmm. watching, like yesterday was the event. Now we're here today. So yeah, it was. Yeah. And you can see a lot of guests from his event on this show too. So not for real. It was, it was a dope. And it was just like, that's, and I stay uncomfortable. So that was very uncomfortable for me. Like hopping up on stage, grabbing the mic. Um, and actually being the front runner of things. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I like to be very low-key. So being that person where you have to meet at the door, controlling, telling people what to do, I don't like that. I try my best to avoid doing that, um, especially with that other business that I have. It's like that's the hardest thing I have problems with is telling people what to do now that I'm a boss. It's, I don't I don't like it too much. <laughs> I try. Mm, you got to get used to it, man. I do. You got to those shoes. So when my networking event, it was hard for me like to tell people like, yo, I want this there, I want that there. I want, this is how I want it to be. I had to like step up to that field and that was very mm-hmm. uncomfortable. And then like, just leading up to the event, it was just like, yo, a month away, it was good. No nerves. A week away, I start bumping. An hour away, I'm like, yo, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to cancel this at this point. I don't, I don't want to do it. Um, I did have thoughts about that. Like I really had like, I think a week or two away from it. I was like, yo, I'm canceling. I don't, but I had to fight that. I was like to fight the fear. Um, I just like, like I said, I think I talked about it at my um, my networking. You have to have a strong why. Why are you doing that? Whatever business that you get into, it has to be a why. You know what I'm saying? For me, it's my mom. Like, I want to make sure she's chilling. She's good. Um, she's not worried about nothing. So my fear of not doing what I need to do and get my mom into a position is greater than my fear of not speaking to somebody or against that. So once I thought about that, I was just like, yo, all right, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go do it. You know what I'm saying? And I just improved, and I just saw the improvement from there. It just you just gotta jump. Like it's a lot of things you just gotta jump. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Respect that. So it's been a pleasure. You know where to find them at. Y'all know as always. Show love to our guests, and also mm-hmm. show love to us if you're new. Um, also check us out all platforms. So we're not just have the visuals, have the audio as well on all streaming platforms that you can find us at. Um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Anchor, you name it, we're everywhere. So uh, check those out. And just like that, we out. Happen.